You're listening to the Nerd Cave Network. This is Derek, Derek, Derek. Diamond, Diamond, Diamond. Experience! Welcome to episode 103 of the Derek Diamond Experience podcast. Thank you so much for making this podcast part of your day. And coming up on today's show, we'll be taking another look into the world of performing acts with Kenneth Pario, a.k.a. Breakin' B-Boy McCoy, the best bat boy in minor league baseball. And Kenneth was out at the Blue Wahoo Stadium doing his act this past Sunday, and I thought it would be a great idea to sit down with him and talk with him about how his time has been here in Pensacola, because he's been out here, I believe, all five seasons uh, since 2012. So I wanted to talk with him about his experience here, how he became a performing act, how he came up with his character, um, some of his dancing background, because his act is he's a breakdancing bat boy, and he's very good at it. So I wanted to find out a little bit about his dancing background um, and it, I learned so many cool things about him, too. Like, he also has a stand-up comedy routine. He's a very talented piano player. We talk about uh, video games. He's a big gamer. Uh, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson was a huge influence on him, and he actually does uh, some Michael Jackson stuff in his Bat Boy act and his stand-up act. So it was a very fun time uh, getting to meet Kenneth. I highly suggest anyone to follow him on social media and find out when he's going to be maybe at a baseball game in your neighborhood. You should definitely check it out. But before we get to my interview with Kenneth, let me tell you about my close friends, the Unicorn Wranglers. The Unicorn Wranglers are an indie rock band based out of Pensacola, Florida, and they are very important to this podcast because they supply the music that you hear at the beginning and the end of each episode. And the song you heard is called Twin Peaks. It's from their album Murder Mystery Night, which is available now on iTunes and Spotify, along with their album 95 Flannel and their EP Atomics. So just search iTunes and Spotify for the Unicorn Wranglers to find other great original music by an awesome local rock band. You can also follow them on social media. They're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Wranglers. And finally, be sure to check out their website, theunicornwranglers.com. And without further ado, here is my interview with B-Boy McCoy. Sitting here at Blue Wahoo Stadium with my very special guest. His name is Kenneth Pario, but you know him better as the best bat boy in baseball, <laughs> B-Boy McCoy. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing great. I'm hungry, actually. Let me not lie to you. I'm, I'm hungry. <laughs> but I'm good. I'm good. Good, good. Yeah, we're sitting here uh, at Blue Wahoo Stadium. We just wrapped up the game. Uh, you've been to Pensacola now for the last uh, couple of years. How has your time been? Uh, coming here to perform for the Blue Wahoos. My time has been amazing. I, I remember the first time I came to this stadium, and I just marveled at how beautiful it is. Because just the backdrop, I almost have more fun just looking at the water than <laughs> I did the game. No, but, I mean, there's always a great crowd here. Um, the weather has been nice the past couple times I've been here. Um, 
This is a beautiful atmosphere. There's something about the stadium, like it just, it always stays beautiful. Oh yeah, yeah, like hands, that. yeah, hands down, hands down, dude. I love coming here, and I'm not just saying that because I'm here. Because <laughs> my agent, my agent tells me anytime somebody asks you what's your favorite stadium, tell them that stadium. <laughs> no, but this is this is literally one of my one of the nicest. Because I mean, just the whole area is beautiful. I, mean, I love doing the game here, looking at the water, then going, you know, just like a couple miles down to the, the restaurants over there. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah, this is. What's crazy is I'm, I'm sure you've heard stories, but before the stadium was built, this area around here, there was nothing. There were nothing. no there were no restaurants, uh, no hotels, nothing really. And then once the stadium was built, that kind of revitalized the downtown area. And now mm-hmm. we have like, you know, a burger place. uh soon to be a, a mexican restaurant um so many cool places to go now food trucks food <laughs> yeah. trucks yeah I, i'm i'm a sucker for food trucks yeah same here same so here. uh so tell me a little bit about yourself uh, like where where are you from originally where did you grow up i was born in bradenton florida actually born in bradenton florida raised in savannah georgia then i moved to right outside of atlanta Atlanta's a very nice place. It's one of my favorite places to go to. Yeah. I, um, I've vacationed there several times. My, me and my family used to go there uh, every summer when I was a kid to watch Braves games. Okay. And then... Uh, <laughs> man, it's, man, it's hot. It, it gets too hot in the summer. Oh, yeah. They call it Hot Atlanta for a reason. <laughs> right. Man, a, see, and the thing about that is... Man, people from like Atlanta cringe every time we hear Hot Atlanta. <laughs> that means the people, the only people that say Hot Atlanta are people that aren't in Atlanta. Like, yeah. like, like still now. But I get it though. I get it. <laughs> it's still hot there, and it is Atlanta, so we'll let you, we'll let y'all slide. <laughs> so, what was it that made you want to say get into performing acts? Like, was it were you at a game and you just saw one and you're like, oh, that would be kind of cool to do? Or like, how, how did you get into the career that you're in now? Well, I, I do a, I do a bunch of very different things. So pretending to baseball, um, I was on America's Got Talent season three, and uh, that was the same season that the Superstars were on. That's another big uh, baseball act, and um, we weren't the same act, but we we both made it to Vegas, and then uh, they saw me dancing in one of the rooms because they have you sitting around for like six seven hours. So, anyways, they saw me dancing in one of the rooms. They thought, hey, maybe we can use this guy for baseball. So we met up for breakfast the next morning, and they said they. They, I don't know how they came up with this whole act like overnight, but it's say maybe he could be like a bat boy, dancing bat boy. So they came up with the dancing bat boy act part, and I just came up with the the dances and the the music and stuff. And we all we came together and made something beautiful. So did you have a big d- dance background before you came up with your character? Yes, yes, I did. So I, I was dancing way before I got into the baseball market, but I'd never been to a. I've only been to one baseball game before I got into the baseball market. It was it a Braves game? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Uh, what was it that made you want to get into dancing? I went to a step show. Um, I, it was a church I used to go to. Um, they had a step team, and um, a couple of the guys on the actual step team could dance pretty well. And uh, one of the guys did like this dance routine. I was thirteen watching. I was like, "Oh man, that's crazy!" So I just went home and went on YouTube. Uh, just watched videos and stuff. I met the guy, tried to get him to teach me, and he wouldn't. So I had to, you know, just go to YouTube. When I started getting better, uh, we got cool, cool, and then we formed a crew. Yeah. I, I Noticing some of your dances, like you've got, you know, you do the Michael Jackson thing where you even pull out the glove, which is awesome. Oh, yeah, like people, <laughs> people love Michael Jackson. They do. Like, w- was he someone that you, like, idolized growing up? Yes, yes. 
just just because Michael he he was a uh, an all around all around one of the greatest. He may not have been the best singer. He may not have been the best dancer, the best you know producer, whatever. But all together, that dude is blowing out anybody <laughs> anybody so i mean i do a lot of I, like, I do a lot of different things as well i mean i play piano do stand-up comedy blah 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 so i i idolize anybody who reaches to the top you know doing multiple multiple things and mike i mean he, he just inspired millions maybe <laughs> so it, it's not really something new to say michael jackson is one of my favorite entertainers of all time but he really and truly is well he was one of those guys that He's on that level with like an Elvis Presley oh, or the yeah. Beatles where he just transcends his profession. He becomes bigger than that whole profession. Like if you if you mention music, he's one of the first people that comes to mind. Like people will think of Elvis from, you know, the 50s to the 70s and Michael Jackson is is right up there. Like the guy was a mm-hmm. true pioneer and he said so many good songs. <laughs> it's it's yeah. ridiculous. It, it is. It really is. And that man has a store. Had a story. Yes, absolutely. Goodness. But F- favorite Michael Jackson song of all time. I would say. Uh, dang, I, I, I just it, it's, it's in my head. Um, why did the name just literally leave my head as soon as you asked? It's um, human nature. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Human Nature's a good one. Human Nature is is probably my favorite. That's definitely up there. There's so many good ones, like Smooth Criminal is yeah, probably my but, favorite. I mean, the only reason why I don't say, like, Thriller or, or like, Smooth or something like that, I just feel like that's not really, it's not really fair. Like, that's not, like, a, a true fan answer, I don't think. Just because that's everybody's favorite favorite song. I mean, you don't even have to listen to Michael Jackson and then just ask some random person, oh, what's your favorite Michael Jackson song? Oh, Thriller or oh, Beat It or Bad or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they may be able to give like a small answer, but I don't know. I, I just I just really connected with Human Nature. Human Nature is a good one. I mean, there, there are so many good songs that he has, though. Yeah. I mean, we could sit. We could probably do a whole separate episode. Of course. Talking about nothing but Michael Jackson. Yeah, butterflies, <laughs> man. Uh, even some, I mean, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. Let's. This is not a Michael Jackson. <laughs> this is a B Boy McCoy interview. We're that's, talking about me. That's true. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll get back to to talking with you. When you first got into your career as a dancing Bat Boy, like where were some of the first places you performed at? Like, do you go strictly to like the southeast area, or do you go all over the country? I go all over the country, but mainly on the east coast. Mainly on the east coast, but. Goodness, when I was starting off, golly, I did uh, the the Louisville uh, Louisville Bats, mm-hmm. um, our triple Columbus Clickers, uh, Clickers Clippers. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, oh my God, they were killing me. That's one, of, <laughs> <laughs> that's one of my biggest clients, one of my favorite teams, the Columbus Clippers. Uh, who else? When I started off, I did a an All Star game. I can't remember exactly where it was, um, but that's how I got introduced. I did All Star game with the Superstars. It might have been up in uh, not this song is so long. It was like seven years ago. So many places, they all just kind of yes. blur together sometimes. Yeah. When you get to a stadium, like what's what's the prep work that you go into to prepare to say like perform at a baseball game? Do you like do you have your set routine of things you do? Do you you know try out different things? Like you decide, okay, this is where I'm going to unveil like a new dance. Like what? What exactly is the prep work that you go through to prepare for a performance? 
Let's see. Baseball wise, I mean, I have my my scripts. Like my scripts stay the same. They they've stayed the same. But the the pieces, like the songs and uh, some of the pieces, they they change. So I mean, I have complete creative control. I mean, new songs come out. Like even today, I, I that's the first time I did a dance like kind of like the Running Man Challenge mm-hmm. dance with the My Boo song. Yeah, and that was the first time I did that just because that song was hot right now. You know, so I was like, why not? And that dance, you know, it, was, it went viral. So I, I like to do that. I like to. To keep everything you know up to date with like new dances, you know, like with the whip, the nae all that. I did all that last year, and then mm-hmm. this year was the Running Man. So, so you stay like up to date with trends and whatnot. No, that, that's yes. good. Yes, I got you. I mean, because I mean, there's so many kids mm-hmm. here, you know, at at the games, and and really, that's that's not the only people you know that this entertainment is for, but that's a really, really big part, a huge, huge, huge part. So I, I like to appeal to the to the kids. And we were even talking about that before we started recording, like the segment you did with the kids dancing. Mm-hmm. People blew up at that. Anytime you put a kid on like a dugout or on the field and they do something like a crazy dance, mm-hmm. people just go crazy for it. It's cr- it's it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one time, uh, I always get like a, a promo team member to find a kid with me. And uh, one time this, this lady found, this kid had to be maybe three maybe three so he comes out he's all pumped up before the game you know then we get out on the field and this dude freezes because i'm like yo okay move do his dance do the dance and he like move his arm a little bit whole crowd goes crazy just because he's small and cute he moves a little arm a little bit and shakes and wiggles a little more they go crazy even more it's like man i'm out here sweating doing, <laughs> doing backflips moonwalking <laughs> all you gotta do is wiggle all you have they to do him, is man. move your pinky finger yeah. and people just go nuts over oh. it <laughs> Oh, he's so talented. Do it again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you mentioning your, you said you keep mentioning your your baseball act. Do you have other acts that you do? Yes. Um, so during baseball season, of course, I dance at baseball games and stuff. And then the rest of the year, I do a college tour. Uh, and I'll, I'll, long story short, I do stand-up comedy. Uh, I'm a pianist. I was a pianist first before, before anything. And it, it consists of dance, comedy, and... Uh, Piano. Okay. Hour stage show. Which one did you learn first, piano or comedy? Piano. Piano. Yeah, my parents had me taking classical lessons for at the late age of eight, so I took that for nine years, and then I played for three churches and started producing music. Blah blah blah. Then turned thirteen, I made this decision to dance, and then uh, when I got into the college market, I had to do hour shows. So my uh, my agent is a different agent. He told me to uh, start writing, and that's how I got into doing stand up comedy. Luckily, I was um, like kind of like a naturally funny person, so it wasn't like a huge huge learning curve. But right, yeah. Did you watch any stand up comedy growing up? Like, were you a fan? Of oh that kind yeah, of stuff? I, I was definitely a fan. I mean, I grew up watching. Eddie Murphy, Richard Pryor, Cat Williams, Kevin Hart, uh, Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock. <laughs> His show was so ahead of its time. Dave? Chappelle's show. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah most definitely, <laughs> man. That dude is a comedy legend. He's, yes, he's, he is. He's a staple. <laughs> His show was only two seasons long, but it's still talked about to this day. Yeah, me and my friends reference, man, Dave Chappelle all the time. All and the then time. Eddie Murphy Raw is... Like if I were to make a top five like comedy special list, that would be in that top five easy. Mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy was brilliant, and well, all those comedians you named were brilliant. But yeah, Eddie Murphy was talented. That yes, dude was he was talented. He had just the whole package. He was funny. 
He was funny to watch, funny to listen to. Like you could watch his show and his mannerisms would make you laugh, but the yeah, words would make you laugh physical, too. Yeah. Physical comedian, uh, his physical comedy is amazing. His, uh, his observational comedy is amazing and his, his stuff about his life. So really he, he's like killing all three fields of, of, of comedy. On top of that, he's a great actor. Um, he can sing, mm-hmm. <laughs> musician, you know, very little he else. can't do. Right. <laughs> So, do you do um, stand up and piano? You said you primarily do that during the off season for Correct. baseball. Yeah, and um, while like say during the baseball season, while I'm at home, I'll do like comedy clubs just to like while I'm at home in Atlanta, just to hash out new material for the next season, quote unquote. <laughs> um, yeah, just on my off time. Do you have any uh, comedy clips on YouTube or online that anyone can watch? Yes, I do. Um, Here's a really good one. So I'm most known for in the college market, this thing This thing that I do is called a conversation where I tell a story using dance, music, and comedy. And uh, I have a Michael Jackson piece that uh, went semi-viral. It was on World Star Hip Hop. It has a decent view count on YouTube, but a really big count on World Star Hip Hop. But if you just type in my name, Kenneth Pario, P-A-R-Y-O, Michael Jackson uh, tribute, that'll come up. And that's like the perfect way to kind of see how my stage show is yeah so kenneth pario michael jackson tribute and and i'll put a link to that in the episode description so that anybody who's listening can just see it and they'll click right on it they'll hear you and they're like oh there's that link and b-boy mccoy yep and they can watch it after they finish listening to this that'd be awesome yeah absolutely now do you have any um like upcoming appearances or um anything you'd like to plug Let's see. On uh, Thursday, I will be. I'm not sure how uh, where your listeners are, but oh, this will be out this upcoming Thursday. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, it'll be kind of late, but Thursday, I'm doing a Greensboro Grasshoppers in Greensboro, North Carolina. Um, Have you ever been there before? Yeah, yeah. This is my man, my fifth time, I believe. Oh, okay, coming back. Yeah, we went there on a, a road trip uh, last year. We went to uh, myself uh, and two of my coworkers went to Greensboro and Winston Salem, just like to see okay. other ballparks and how they do their uh, production and promotions type stuff. It's a nice place. Yeah, it is. It, it is. Ah, let's see where else. Uh, May twenty eighth will be Chattanooga Lookouts, big client of mine. Um, outside, I mean, just go on bboymccoy dot com and and all my tour schedule and dates are up there. Sweet. Is there any piece of advice you could give to anyone who wants to become a performing act, a stand-up comic, a piano player, anything like that? Or I guess in the entertainment industry in general, what is one piece of advice you could give to someone who wants to do that? One piece of advice. I would say do not get lazy. When you're an entertainer, and that's your main that's your main thing like that's your main source of income like you literally cannot get lazy because you you will hold yourself back you know you you have to be on it every day just like people work nine to fives you got to be working on yours nine to nine you know at any point in time you have some like there's literally always something you can be doing you can always learn that's another thing learn 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 like get beside yourself some people some people will think they know everything and man, you really have to sit back and, and realize that you cannot do, you can't do this by yourself. 
And you have to you have to listen to people that impart knowledge. Take constructive uh, criticism. Take deconstructive criticism as well, because it's all criticism. I mean, watch your crowd whenever you whenever you perform. You know, being a comedian, uh, you got to read the room. Being a, uh, a musician, you 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 read the room. You know, you feed off energy, and you have to. You also have to realize that you're not going to be in in positions where you will have that energy to feed off of you can be in front of you know, you'll be in front of a dead crowd you know and uh, i remember i almost got booed off a stage once and it broke me down for like the next maybe four or five days but that grew me so much as an entertainment entertainer and as a person you know not everybody is going to be your friend or, or going to like your material you know you got to say you know what this is me i'm going to be as much uh, of me as I can for these people. And if they don't like me, then they're not for me. And, but even with that being said, still listen, still listen, watch and learn. I, I, could, I could go on forever. <laughs> <laughs> but I, that's my advice. That would be my advice. No, that, that's very good advice. And it's like, you can't have success in like the entertainment industry or even like on our side, if you're afraid to fail. Yeah. And if you don't stop learning. Because, Honestly, sometimes half the fun is learning through failure. Mm-hmm. That's the only way you're going to learn. Yep. <laughs> I play a game. Uh, I'm, I'm a big gamer as well. I play a game called The, the Division. It's a newer Tom Clancy. I haven't game. had a chance. I, I'm, I love games, too. I haven't had a chance to play it, but I've heard it's unbelievable. Oh, yeah. And some of those missions are so hard. And it's funny because that game is geared to make you or you're supposed to work with other people. Mm-hmm. But me, sometimes I'm antisocial. I don't want to talk to nobody. I, I did a mission. I had to. I died maybe 27 times. No exaggeration before I won. But I said, oh, you I know what? It. I put my mind to it. I'm going to do it because that's my character. That's my character. I, I I had to practice every day for piano to get good. I had to practice with dance, comedy. So I'm going to keep doing this. I'm going to keep failing until I, until, I, until I make it. And people look at me like, you're crazy. Just join another group. <laughs> no, I'm going to do this. I put my mind to it. I'm going to do it. What are some other games you like? Is that now you've gotten me curious about the whole gamer thing? Oh man, <laughs> Grand Theft Auto, uh, yeah, GTA Five, big on that. Um, the Last of Us, that's one of my mm-hmm. favorite games. Beautiful, Scenery. beautiful oh, game, like one of the yeah. best visual games I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And actually, I just got Dark Souls Three. I've never played any of the Dark Souls game, but all my friends tell me that's one of the hardest. And I looked up the it online; it said one of the hardest games mm-hmm. uh, ever made. So me being me, <laughs> I'm going to try it out. I'm, I'm probably going to hate myself for a very long time. <laughs> but that's okay. That's okay. I will succeed one day. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Last question. One funny story or incident that's happened at a baseball game. I was at... Fort Wayne Tin. I was at the Fort Wayne Tin Caps game. It's another big client of mine. This was three years ago. To me, in my contact, signing autographs after the game, sitting at the table. There's a line of maybe 40, 50 people, right? Mostly kids. So this drunk lady and her <laughs> drunk boyfriend, husband, whatever he was, come up to the table. Skip everybody in line, right? Just forget everybody in line. They, they walk up. Mind you, she has a skirt on. She looks at me and says, hey, would you mind signing my ass? And then pulls up her skirt in front of all of these children. Oh, my God. So I immediately look at my contact. I'm like, yo, (laughs) 
<laughs> what should I do? He goes, just hurry up and sign it. <laughs> so I signed it. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> when I tell you that threw me completely off guard. Oh, I can imagine. And I've just been signing asses ever since. I don't know what it is. <laughs> no, that's a joke. But yeah, that that's definitely a situation that stands out to me. Another one, uh, if we got the time. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, Jacksonville Suns game about four years ago. Um, I did a Michael Jack. They brought me out on Michael Jackson's uh, anniversary of his death. Mm-hmm. So I did um, I did the whole shebang. You know, I, I had a I grew up through the innings. So I started off as young Michael with the Jackson five Michael with the big afro. And then at the end, I ended with um, with thrill. I had a thrill jacket on and a, like a wig and everything. So first skit is maybe about 7000 people at the game. And I'm doing my Michael Jack my uh, Jackson Five skit with the with the Afro wig, right? I go left, and my Afro goes right <laughs> in front of seven thousand people, and everybody dies laughing. So <laughs> luckily it worked out, but that was that was a little embarrassing <laughs> because that was not supposed to happen. Yeah. yeah, I mean things like that happen though. Yeah, show yeah. business. All right, uh, last thing: uh, Do you have any uh, social media or websites that you'd like to plug? Yes. So on Twitter, you can follow me at B-Boy McCoy. Uh, my personal account for my other acts is at K-Pario. It's at K-P-A-R-Y-O. That's my Instagram as well, at K-P-A-R-Y-O. And um, yeah, from there, you can, get me, you can get me on everything. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for taking the time to do the interview. It was fantastic. And thank you again for coming out to the Wahoos game. The fans always love it when you come out here. I do. Thank you, man. I feel like I'm on vacation. <laughs> like, seriously. <laughs> seriously. Thank you. My thanks again to Kenneth Pario for that wonderful conversation. Be sure to follow him on social media to find out when he will be performing in your neighborhood. Next week, we'll be taking a look into a world that I have loved since I was 12 years old, and that would be the world of professional wrestling. I got to sit down with two friends of mine, Nick Caputo and Adam Gumbert, to discuss wrestling. We literally have a roundtable discussion about nothing but wrestling, why we got into wrestling, who are some of our favorites, uh, favorite storylines, uh, how the current product could be better. So many cool things, and we even do a little bit of fantasy booking, too. So you'll definitely want to check out next week's episode. But until then, you can check out past episodes of this show on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Just search for The Derek Diamond Experience. You can also follow me on social media. On Twitter, I'm at Derek underscore Diamond. And you can follow the show at DDE underscore podcast. And that's all I've got, so enjoy the rest of your week. Have a safe and fun weekend. Thank you for tuning in to another amazing episode of the Derek Diamond Experience. I'm your host, Derek Diamond, and we'll see you guys back here next Thursday. Listening to a Nerd Cave Network production.